Welcome to the Inspiring Leadership podcast series. This is aimed for you aspiring leaders, whatever level you're at, whether you're beginning out in your careers as managers and leaders, whether you're in middle ranking roles, or whether you're CEOs and chairman of boards, there's always something we can all learn. And it's particularly the skills, stories, tips and techniques that you can pass on to those you lead and your teams. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Leadership series. And this is my favorite time of the week. And I'm delighted to have back Oliver Johnson. And Oliver is the founder and the creator of a program called Stepping Out from the Top Team. Oliver, welcome to the series. Hello, Jonathan. It's great to be back. It's great to have you on. And, and let's just give a little, a little um, thumbnail uh, sketch of this um, program and why it's a benefit, because I've got very interested in it and joined you um, as one of your team. But I, I want to hear a bit more about it. the purpose, firstly. Perhaps you could tell everybody about the why and why there's such a need from the, the, the stepping out from the top team program. Mm. Uh, and it's great to have you on board, Jonathan. Um, let, let's start with the big picture. I mean, we know that people are living longer and substantially longer. That's causing, it's a great opportunity, but it also is causing problems. So we all know that the NHS has difficulty coping with the aging population. We know that the government is, is really transfixed on the, the aging demographic. But as well as that, businesses need to be thinking about, we have people who are living longer. How do we work with older people in, in the business and whatever? And one of the key things with that is, um, the old model of education, career, retirement is breaking down. So at the point when people perhaps previously would have retired, they now have a window of 10, 20, 30 years mm. on which they may want to keep working, but they may want to work in a different way. And that, as well as everybody else, goes for people on the top team. Mm. So people on the top team are very smart, you know, very driven often, um, very good at getting things done. So they will find the exit door. They will be able to step out. The question is, will they do it? Can they do it at the just right time for them, but also for the business? So that's really where stepping out is centered. And um, maybe the best way to understand it from a personal point of view is uh, the Goldilocks dilemma. If you're on the top team, if you're a senior executive, you can leave too early which means that you leave before the job is done, either because you get worn out or burned out, or because someone else decides that you're past your sell by date. You can leave too late and you hang on like the unwanted last guest at a party, ignoring the signals where everybody's going, you really should go. Or you can get it just right, which is leaving at the point where it, it allows you to go on to the new adventures that lie ahead, but that you have completed the job that you need to do. And really stepping out is about helping people to find the just right point for them to step out and to move on to the very often 30 years of new adventures ahead. Mm. And, and, and as you talked to me about this, I got very excited because I could see how you know, you're you aiming at this chief people officer, you want to speak to them, uh, chairman, non-executive directors, CEOs, private equity companies, um, venture capitalists, they, they can see that this is a problem for them. Who, who do you think are the kind of people who benefit most from the program? 
Okay. Well, I think from a business perspective, those people that you've mentioned have what's now being called the off-boarding agenda, which is, you know, we need to create circulation in our top teams, but uh, we can't and shouldn't be ageist in any way. So how do we do that? Stepping out offers the opportunity to, um, to enable people to have good quality conversations on the top team around going, how do we deal with this? How do we all of us take our responsibility to leave at just the right time? I, I, a friend of mine who's a chief people officer said, you know, in, in my top team, you know, in my organization, everyone knows in the top team that getting it just right isn't a request, it's a requirement. Mm. And it's my job to find the way, the right approach to make sure that it's positive and it works well. So from a business perspective, it's that. From the individual perspective, I mean, you and I fit the box of who would fit stepping out, or at least we did before we moved into the current job. I'm in my second encore career. Um, so I left working in a PLC at a senior level. Um, and that was the point that stepping out would have been there to help me to do that. Uh, it's also, I mean, some people will find they're leaving the top team because of poor performance or whatever. And that's not what stepping out is about. Other people will go on to promotion to even richer and higher roles and whatever. That leaves the good and the very good people yeah. who are sitting there doing a brilliant job we, you know, week on week, year on year, delivering and whatever. How do we help those people mm. stay for as long as is right for them in the business, but also to leave at the right time? And I do think it's important to think of that whole process of stepping out as a liberation. It's to free ourselves up to go on to the things we've always wanted to do. And I suspect if I was interviewing you rather than you interviewing me, and I said, Jonathan, what has it felt like to be free from mm. that role into what you're doing now? Yeah. You, would, you would tell a story of liberation. So that's what we want to get to, with, help, help people to get to, because we are a coaching practice. We're not going to be telling people how to do it. We're mm. going to help people to find a way that they can do it and do it successfully. And you've triggered in me sort of the different transitions that I had in my life after 20 years in the army, going into PwC and, and then, you know, onto different organizations, Penner, and then starting my own business. And, and I sort of did it in a very amateurish way, but knowing what the program now has, I could see, I just wish someone had taken me through this. So the, the life is in the transitions, as that book said so wisely. And, and, and people can make much more of this and do it in a far more thoughtful way and get the right outcomes. And, and who have you got? Apart from obviously uh, yours truly and my wife, mm -hmm. Lee, who's also part of your team. Uh, who else have you got on board as part of your um, elite coaching team? Yeah, and we, I mean, I am delighted with the coaching team we have. We've still some people to add to it, and I'll, I'll not mention those people because they're not fully on board yet, but they will be. But we have Lincoln Coates, who uh, is just a wonderful expert on uh, creating your digital footprint. He's a, he's a coach and has a real technical expertise to, to add in to help people with this. Fiona Marshall, who's based in Scotland, has been a professional coach for the last 10 years, um, moved from a senior position in a big retail company. So, and is now, and I'm sure she won't mind saying this, is coming to, the, to a significant birthday where she wants to change from that into something else. So 
she's been through the process herself and feels it's something that, that she wants to be involved in. Um, Ray Lam, who uh, you and I know for 20 years, was, was probably the coach that I admire most mm. in someone who stayed true to what coaching is and knows senior leadership very well, is a teacher of senior leadership. So delighted that, that Ray's on board. Dr. Eversley Felix, in a similar way, um, is an academic, but a wonderfully practical academic and a, um, and a professional coach as we all are. Um, uh, Denise McGann, uh, in, who's based in Northern Ireland, uh, occupational psychologist, uh, a coach. And actually last year, Denise and I travelled the world uh, and got all, onto all sorts of exciting adventures. So we both had this sense of wanting to be liberated and, and do new things. So she's travelled the path before. Joanne McVeigh, um, who left uh, after 29 years in aerospace. And, and made the wonderful courageous decision to say, I want the, the next 10 years to be different. So she triggered it. It wasn't anybody else. She said, I just want to move. Uh, I had worked with her and helped her to become a coach 10 years ago. So she's sort of following in that. Andrew Griffiths, who had a senior career in the Navy, um, has again been working as a leadership development specialist and a professional coach and bringing his expertise to work with people. Particularly, I think, in the... It's funny, Andrew works in the big corporate sector and in sort of government circles. So he has a particular interest there, but he's obviously can, can work everywhere. And uh, I've also just this morning agreed that Kevin Light will be joining us. And Kevin is um, uh, from South Africa, is based in Ireland, has spent many years uh, in the anti-apartheid movement, but in the hands-on, we've got to get this shifted, uh, works in peace building and, so, and brings a very different flavour to his coaching practice. So I, Jonathan, um, couldn't be more delighted with the team of people that we have. Everyone has been on their own stepping out journey, so they've travelled the route themselves and everyone is used to working with people on the top team. Great. I should actually say, one of the things I should say about this is that the top team doesn't necessarily mean the absolute C-suite of the corporation. Top organizations tend to have quite a few top teams. So the top team of a department, the top team of a business within a business, and it's wherever this fits, but it's people who have a senior leadership and senior executive responsibility. Yeah, that's brilliant. And, and what do you reckon the, the benefits, the difference the program would make for those who are considering stepping out from their top team at whatever level they're at? I, I have a, a sense that the two saddest words in the English language are, if only. And once people have successfully stepped out, I very seldom, actually, I have never heard people saying, I wish I'd stayed longer. But all the time I hear people saying, I wish I'd done this earlier. Mm -hmm. So people who want to remain on the top team, who are looking to go on and become, you know, even, to get promotion to an even higher level, that's brilliant and I support. And for them, stepping out is probably not right at the moment. But for the majority of, of senior executives, when they, certainly when they get into their 50s, they're starting to think, am I nearing the top of my career curve? Am I... And just to the point where other things are becoming important, very often that I've given so much to my career and I need to start redressing the balance. And it's that sense of being freed up to do that rebalancing, maybe at different 
um, a different tempo to life, uh, that bucket list of all the things that you want to do. Um, I mean, I still, I've got this sense, I'm, I'm 68 today, actually. Congratulations, happy birthday. Uh, thank you very much. So um, I'm on my second Encore career and I'm excited by this. There is nothing in my uh, personal life that replaces what I get from, for example, this conversation. So I enjoy the professional life that I have. So I don't want that to stop, but I have lots of other things I want to do. So my second encore is to be involved in this. I've given up all the other coaching that I do, and this will be focused, but it will leave me plenty of time to collect some art, to travel, to do all of the things that I want to do. And I think that's the opportunity that this offers to individuals. Good. And, and in this program, the, the when and the where is always a good question. Sort of um, tell me about how the program's delivered. Yeah. So um, let's start from a business perspective first. Let's look at it through the lens of the business. So um, the chief people officer or the chief executive officer, or maybe it's a board chairman, go, um, you know, we need to think about succession. We need to think about how we create movement in the top team. It's the right thing to do. But we also want to care about those very valuable and committed people on the top team. How do we create a conversation? So we're often very involved in working with the chief people officer to go, how do you get the policy and the practices of this right? Because it can't, it shouldn't be, and we can't afford it to be any hint of ageism. But on the other hand, uh, as, as my friend, the chief people, people should know there is an expectation that uh, you know, you're expected to be working at this to leave at the right time. So the first bit is to get that conversation right. Then it tends to follow with a top team workshop, facilitated workshop. So people collectively in the top team get to think about it and go, um, Actually, yes, we should be thinking about this. And it's okay to talk about it and it's safe to talk about it because very often that's why people don't talk about it because it doesn't feel safe. And then it follows through into the individual coaching. And one of the things, if I've learned anything, it's that at that point, people are looking for coaches that are independent. They really don't want somebody who's coaching from within the business or mentoring the stakes are too high there's too much more so and that's where the coaching team comes into it so that's that's really at its simplest the, the the way it works now there are things like um creating your digital footprint so you know what do you call postman pat when he's no longer a postman he's called pat okay uh, but if you've been a chief executive or a partner or what and you lose those labels how do you how do you create how do you see your identity and how do you create a digital footprint like in LinkedIn beyond that? So LinkedIn, for example, is a specialist, and so we can bring in those sort of services as well. But mm. it's primarily a coaching service and also then a, an advisory service to organisations. Great, thanks, Oliver. And so, if those CPOs, chairman, non-executive directors, family offices, CEOs private equity, venture capital people are going, this, it'd be useful. We've got, to, we've got to resolve an issue in our own organization around this. How do they get in touch to find out about this stepping out from the top team program? Okay, the simplest way is to email me mm -hmm. at oliver at oliverjohnston.net. 
Um, but also, Jonathan, because you're now part of this and accredited stepping out coach, uh, people can contact you uh, through this site or whatever. So um, all, I, all I, I would ask is just make contact and let's have a conversation. Um, and that's the simplest way to do it. Over the next few weeks, we will be launching the, the stepping out website. But because it hasn't gone live, because we're at a very early stage, um, that, that it's not up and running yet. So it's best. So it's Oliver at oliverjohnson.net or get in contact with Jonathan. That's great. And finally, anything else you'd like to say, Oliver? Um, just that I think this is important. I think the whole issue of living longer is going to capture a lot more of our attention. I think chief people officers are going to have to address the issue um, a lot. So I think we're part of a wider campaign, which is to get that right. So that it actually becomes a benefit and not a curse. Um, for the individual, I think it's, it's simply in terms of that sense of opening the doors to the liberation to go and, and do all the things you've wanted to do, but also to have finished your job well and to do it at the time that's right for you in the business. So I think it's important. Um, my commitment is that we will do our job to the very best of our ability and to the highest quality. Brilliant. Oliver, thank you. And I wish you and the team every success with this. I do think it meets a real need out there and I'm sure it will go from strength to strength. So good luck. Thanks, Tom. So now you've heard from one of the inspiring leaders that I've interviewed, what are you gonna do next? If you want to get some more free material, go to my website, jonathanperks.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Jonathan Bowman Perks. And there you can get access to my books, uh, Inspiring Leadership and Top Tips for Inspiring Leaders. But if you want to actually do something about being a leader and constantly improving your game, raising your performance, get in touch with me about coaching you or one of your team that you want to raise the game for them. It's got to be people who want to be good to great, not people who you're trying to fire. And if you're looking for a motivational speaker, get in touch. Or if you want me to work with your team coach, I would be delighted to help you.